0: Hi, everyone. This is Andy Johnson, your host for this thing called life. Hey, would love for you to check out my interview with Barry Massa, Executive Director of Life Center Organ Donor Network. Life Center is celebrating 40 years of serving greater Cincinnati as well as the nation in facilitating Organ, eye, and tissue donation. There are 57 organizations across the country that do this work, and Life Center is honored to have uh, been a part of this life saving mission for 40 years. So please listen to the interview, learn more about organ, eye, and tissue donation from Barry. Um, it's a very informative interview that I think you'll really enjoy. And also, we are wrapping up National Kidney Month, March is National Kidney Month and April is National Donate Life Month. So there will be a lot of exciting new topics on the podcast. So please check them out wherever you listen to your podcast. That's where you can find us this thing called life. And I'm your host, Andy Johnson. Thank you so much and have a wonderful, wonderful day. All right. Hi, Barry. Hi, Andy. <laughs> Thank you for sitting down and Talking about uh, Life Center and just 40 years of saving, changing, and enhancing lives through organ donation. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Um, So let's talk a little bit about you. What What are your main responsibilities here at Life Center?
1: Uh, I would say it's threefold. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, it's to make sure we fulfill our mission of saving lives through organ tissue and eye donation. It's also creating the culture. Um, to fulfill our mission, but also to attract really talented people here. Mm-hmm. And then it's to make sure people like you stay, uh, the talented people stay, and want to come to Life Center, and uh, giving them the resources to do their job and get out of their way.
0: Okay. How long have you been here?
1: As of uh, February 9th, it was 17 years. Wow. It was uh, I started as the CFO, and then in June of 2008,
0: became the Executive Director. Okay, so during these 17 years, what what has been the most significant change that you've seen? I'd
1: say for Life Center, it was the relationships with our transplant centers and transplant surgeons and coroners and funeral homes. They were not in a very good place when I took over, and now that's completely 180 degrees different. So, I think that by far is the biggest thing. We have a great working relationship with all those folks. and. Um, we couldn't do without them. So I think that's what's led to the
0: increase in uh, organ and tissue donation. It's the relationships, Mm -hmm. just fostering those relationships. I absolutely agree. So if there's someone out there wanting to follow your path, so starting out as a CFO who has um, risen to the ranks of being an executive director of um, a nonprofit that's health focused, what advice would you give to them? Have a passion for the mission first and
1: foremost. Because if you don't have that passion for the mission, then it's just going to be a job. And it's not a job. You don't stay in a job for this long if you're not passionate about it. So, have first and foremost have that passion for the mission, and then second, surround yourself with really good people, and like I said, allow them to do their job.
0: Great. What are who are three people who have been most influential? Early in my career, uh, working for a
1: bank, it was a guy by the name of Ken Kilmer. He was basically the collector for business loans that didn't pay, and Ooh. I was an analyst, and I worked for him. and He taught me so much as far as instead of just looking things on the surface, mm-hmm. to get really like critical thinking. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty much the first person that really got me because it was dealing with financial statements and that kind of stuff, and really thinking critically about things. Mm -hmm. So I credit a lot, of even the stuff I do today from him. Second would be tip four from department of surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, He was the business manager and he was when I started here at Life Center. I I worked with him very closely as the CFO and then through the board and leadership. And he was really the guy who gave me the opportunity here to be the executive director. Mm -hmm. So I owe a lot to him. But then I'd say the third would be more collective, and that being our donor families and the recipients. Because when you hear their stories, it's just I mean how can you not be passionate about this place without after hearing their stories? Right. So
0: absolutely agree. Not
1: just one person, but I would say collectively the donor families and
0: recipients. Absolutely agree with that. What does forty years of saving, changing, and enhancing lives at Life Center mean to you?
1: Yeah, so uh, just the overall impact to our community. I mean, that's countless number of people that have been impacted by donation. And it was really started by the people who came before us, like Dr. Alexander, Wes Alexander, who kind of started Life Center at the very beginning in 1981. guys like Ron Dreffer, who was the first executive director, and Theo Smith, who was kind of the first one in your shoes, Mm -hmm. and people like that, Tom Craycraft, who kind of did organ Donation 24-7, 365 because there wasn't a lot of people here, Mm -hmm. and I would like to hope that wherever they are, they look at Life Center and see it as what they envisioned 40 years ago.
0: And how has Life Center honored those pioneers in donation?
1: So actually we've named conference rooms or part of this building after each one of them. Mm -hmm. Because again, they were the forefathers, if you will, of uh, Life Center. So we try to honor them.
0: That's wonderful. What's one thing that you want everyone to know about organ, eye, and tissue donation?
1: I think that it's, you're not too old or too sick or too whatever to donate because i think people have in their a concept that um if they have the perfect organ for it to be transplanted Mm -hmm. and there really is no such thing as the perfect organ or it's very rare so we transplant a lot of imperfect organs Mm -hmm. that go on to save people's lives and those people go on to live for 5 10 15 20 or even sometimes 30 years right you know even now we're doing donors that have hepatitis C, mm-hmm. transplanting those organs into somebody without hepatitis C, mm-hmm. and then curing the hepatitis C afterwards. Mm-hmm. So those are imperfect organs, if you will, Right. but they're saving somebody's life. So I think from that aspect, I would just tell people, you know, don't think that you can't donate. Right. Anybody can be a donor right. and let the medical professionals make that determination who is the best recipient. Yeah.
0: Have you seen an increase in donation during your 17 years here at Life Center?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. We've we've pretty much over doubled donation both in organ and tissue since that time. So, and we still have a long way to go.
0: What do you attribute that growth to?
1: A lot of things, Um, and it's all the things they said before, the relationships that we built, Mm -hmm. bringing in very good people here uh, and letting them do their jobs and just always having the mindset of doing what is right for the donor and their families. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. One last question, can you tell us what brought you into this, this, this field of organ, eye, and tissue donation?
1: Yeah, so I have a
0: friend who
1: had a daughter that needed a heart and lung transplant pretty much immediately upon birth. Mm-hmm. So their older kids went to school with my kids. Uh, so, we were kind of in that journey with them, if you will, uh, together. And then when she was two, she received her lung and heart transplant. And when she was right before her fourth birthday, she passed away unexpectedly, but that family had two more years with their daughter. And since then, they start um, actually volunteering here at Life Center, well before I was even involved. And then I saw a job for a CFO for here. Um, and I was a CFO for a physician group at that time. And so I called my friend up and I said, uh, I didn't even know this place existed. You know, who are they? What do they do? I love the mission, obviously. And he said, you're what they need. You should apply. And here I am.
0: Wow. So you have Jerry Hollenkamp
1: to thank <laughs> your Life Center blame, yes. <laughs>
0: I'm here. Is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: No, I've just been blessed to be here for 17 years and you know I'm thankful every day to be here Um, and like I said listen to the stories of the donor families and recipients and every day that kind of jazzes me up to, uh, inspires me to do more and do better and I love the people that we work with every day here so our Life Center team is great.
0: What's your favorite event? that is, um, that, that Life Center does?
1: by far the breakfast. And because uh, I think it's our mission all in one fell swoop, mm-hmm. if you will. It talks about our donor families, those waiting, those who received. Um, so it's kind of our, and all the community partners that help us get there, mm-hmm. um, and members in our community that said yes to being a donor. So it's just kind of our mission wrapped up in one event. Right. So that's that's my favorite and really I love breakfast.
0: Yes, that's your favorite meal of the day. And the breakfast also highlights what you said before is the relationships and the importance of the relationships. Absolutely. I think it really celebrates that. And when you hear their families, you know, every time I'm up there crying. So. Right. Right. There's never a dry eye at that event. Uh, Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me and thank you for your Service and your leadership here at Life Center. Um, it's been an honor to work with you Likewise. all this time. Likewise.
1: Likewise.